Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard RM World Travel for Hour 2, everybody. This is the fastest two hours in travel. Today, Mary and I, were coming to you live from Paris as we're on remote at the Maison Astor Paris it's a Hilton Curio brand property. Well, we hope you're all having a nice weekend, and despite it being a difficult week here in Paris, the weather is truly phenomenal, uh, and it has been for all of our travels over the last two weeks, to London, to Guernsey, and now the City of Lights. And I know Rudy's also enjoying good weather here in France. He's down in Burgundy today, enjoying the vineyards. He'll be coming up uh, towards the bottom of the hour. Yeah, it's not just Paris. All of France seems to be enjoying uh, it's, it's, a lovely spring yeah. week. I, I don't want to say too much, though, because yeah. uh, I don't want people at home saying, all right, they're tuning up the radio, <laughs> Mary. So. I wonder what it's like back in the States. I don't even look when we're away. I know we don't, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we certainly had a busy hour one, and with what we have planned for hour two, I'm going to go ahead and share the rundown. Coming up after the break, Robert and I will introduce you to Andrew Chantrell, who runs the Old Government House on Guernsey, and it's a place well worth a visit. About four hours or so southeast of where Robert and I are here in Paris, Rudy will join the program to share more of Burgundy with you after the bottom of the hour break. And if you enjoy gin like I do, then you'll be interested to know we found a delicious craft gin on Guernsey during our visit. We'll introduce you to Blue Bottle founder Matt Poley, and we will also share this hour as we broadcast live from Paris part of a conversation we had with Mike Hopkins, who is responsible for Guernsey's tourism affairs. Yeah, very nice man. We enjoyed meeting him. Uh, and folks, since we are here in France, you know, even though Rudy right now will be coming up at the bottom of the hours is getting ready, but we're all in France today, and it seems rather befitting since we've been doing this since January 1st uh, that we get an update on Jean Jacques, the 72 year old Frenchman that we're following as he tries to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a barrel and get to the Caribbean. So here's our update music, and then Mary has the report. Okay, Jean-Jacques. Well, another quiet week for Jean-Jacques. He is about 750 kilometers. That's about 460 miles off the coast of St. Martin. Uh, it's a, he's a little undecided as to whether he will actually hit land or have to possibly be rescued and towed in. Because that would be of such a currents. disappointment at this point yes. since January. So too. I do just want to quickly read his commentary on Notre Dame. So, and I quote, he wrote a note. What sad news. We are used to natural disasters, but this one will be engraved in us for a very long time. And I guess a fan of his wrote him an email, and I have to allude that he, it looks like he called Jean-Jacques a hero, and Jean-Jacques writes, uh, this is his response, the email is not on social media from the fan, but the response was, there's nothing heroic here, it's a dream come true for me to do this, about his journey. Uh, the heroes were there in Paris on the ladders, tens of meters above the ground, oh, well so close to the flames. That, that is well yeah. said. Well, Jean-Jacques, we wish you a safe voyage, we hope you get there, we'll continue to follow, and right now we want to ch uh, change uh, up a little bit, because we have a guest waiting to join us, and you know, when Mary and I were planning this this trip to Paris, we discussed going to Easter Mass at Notre Dame, uh, as it's a place we've experienced multiple times in the past, but Easter Mass was something we've never done there, and suffice to say, that won't be happening on this trip at this point. Uh, if you've heard us discussing last hour, the fire that occurred here this week, 
Obviously, you know, it, it certainly rattled all through uh, Paris, everyone. Uh, and our visit to the damaged cathedral a few days ago certainly um, supports that. Uh, well, we've asked Stefan Moutet to join us here on our live remote from the Maison Astor Paris, as he's a local who's visited the site, but he's also a top concierge here in the city, and he has many interactions with travelers who come to Paris. Stefan, thanks for joining Robert and me today as we broadcast live from Paris on this beautiful terrace. Welcome. I'm happy to be here with you today. Thank you. It's great to have you. So it's been a tough week in the city for Parisians and really for so many of us around the whole world who are so familiar with Notre Dame. What was it like here in Paris on Monday evening when that fire was raging? Well, I was at work actually and I got a text message from some of my friends in Canada saying Notre Dame is burning. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And so I went online and checked it out. And, you know, it was very... Guests were coming to me and asking me, "Have you seen? Have you seen the the news? Uh, there's a fire in Notre Dame, and it was very moving. It actually gives me goosebumps just to think about it. Uh, it has to absolutely give you goosebumps. And what I want to say on that is, I understand that you visited Notre Dame the day after the fire occurred. We were there on Thursday, uh, and they're now boarding up parts of the building and continuing to assess the damage. But what did you feel seeing the burned out cathedral? And what were you hearing from locals the very next morning? You were there hours after the fire was extinguished. Well, I, I wanted to go the night of the fire, but I thought it was better to stay away. Um, but so I, I went. I decided to went the next day, and I, I took the metro to Saint Germain, walked along the Seine River, and there were a lot of street closed along the Seine, and the atmosphere was very, very heavy. Everybody was silent. Nobody was really saying anything. Some people had tears in their eyes, and even me. <laughs> that is a pretty tough guy i really want to you know I, I was almost ready to to cry and it was devastating just to see to see that i had some other friends from vancouver visiting and a week ago i was in notre dame cathedral and i, I was you know telling them the um some of the artifacts that uh, you might not know and we so i give them a, a private tour of notre dame cathedral but it was very very intense and i went along the embankment of the Seine also but nobody was talking everybody was staring at the cathedral and yeah. couldn't believe what was happening it really um i think whether you're a christian or not it's just also about just the sheer history of what that cathedral means to I mean, so paris and but to the world really so many major events happen in notre yeah. dame cathedral right you know king and funerals and right. weddings and so besides being the mother church of paris notre dame of course it's a major historic site for travelers when they do come to visit so there are are many other cathedrals and churches in Paris, though, and I would love for you to give uh, maybe a few suggestions about some alternatives or for some other for people who love to go into churches when they travel. Definitely, I love churches. I was, I'm Catholic, mm -hmm. and um, I always used to, and I still go uh, for a walk, and I always enter a cathedral or um, a church, but on l'île de la Cité, you have one of the most beautiful chapel, which is not really a church, but it's called a Saint Chapel. Mm -hmm. The stained windows stained are glass. just amazing. Um, there's also a nice um, church that I really like called Saint-Germain-des-Prés. They restored all the inside, so they went through months and months of renovations. And the color, the painting, the fresques have all been cleaned. And they are exactly the way they were 200 or 300 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, you have l'église Saint-Étienne-du-Mont next to the Pantheon, which was built by François Ier, or under the reign of François I, Francis I, which is also just stunning. And we have one time for one more, just give us real quick. And I, one of my really favorite is Saint-Omadaquin, the chapel in the back 
ground, you know, the back of the church is just phenomenal. And I really um, suggest people to go and check that one out. All right. So, well, listen, Stefan, uh, first of all, happy Easter. And thank you. thank you very much for joining us. I mean, it's a little somber, certainly, the conversation that we're having. We really appreciate you helping us provide a local perspective to our audience back in America. So thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, Mary. So right now, I know we've got the break coming up. All right. It's nice to have you here with us as we all broadcast from France today. When we return, Robert and I will introduce you to Andrew Chantrell, who is responsible for the place to stay on Guernsey, the old government. House. We're back in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800 387 8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or RMWorldTravel.com. It's spring clinging time. You could spruce up the house and yard, but for a real fresh start, why not get a Casper mattress? Casper combines four layers of pressure-relieving foams for comfort, plus it's designed to keep you cool all night. But perhaps best of all, you can try your Casper for 100 nights risk-free. Just go to Casper.com and use code RM3 for $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com, code RM3. Terms and conditions apply, and there may be additional fees in Alaska and Hawaii. You'll also find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsor. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. That's why securing your home or small business is truly a necessity. We recommend this brilliant security system, Simply Safe. Simply Safe believes fear has no place in a place like home. They made their system ridiculously smart with sensors that protect every point of access. And there are no long-term contracts. Get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee today at simplysafe.com travel. That's simplysafe.com travel. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at rmworldtravel. Now, back to rmworldtravel. And we are back coming to you live on remote from Curio's Maison Astor in Paris. Mary and I appreciate you being here for America's number one travel radio show with us. Uh, in a moment, we're going to be taking you back to Guernsey, where we spent four days this week exploring that English Channel island. It was a first for us. Had a really good time there. And Andrew Chantrell, he runs the old government house. He's going to be joining us from an interview that we recorded while we were there. But first, a quick word about our sponsor, Travel Guard Travel Insurance, which I have to tell you, we are certainly glad that we had on this trip with us. We certainly are, but we don't travel with 
without it. And as the fire in Notre Dame this week certainly proves, you never know when it comes to travel what's going to happen. If you're planning a vacation or special trip of some type, don't put your investment or your well-being at risk. We recommend that you purchase travel insurance online from our friends at TravelGuard.com. It's affordable and it provides protection really in so many ways. You know, folks, it really does. We were thinking about it as we had to fly back from Guernsey to Gatwick and then connect to Eurostar if our luggage didn't arrive. Fortunately, it did. Uh, what were we going to do? Because we weren't going back to Gatwick. But whether your trip, it's a solo adventure, it's a family vacation, long or short getaway, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com. There's also a link on our website, rmworldtravel.com, under sponsors. Okay, as we've mentioned throughout this broadcast, after leaving London, Robert and I spent four days on the English Channel Island of Guernsey and really enjoyed our time there. We stayed at the historic and top-rated old government house that's owned by Travel Corporation and Red Carnation Hotels. Their general manager, Andrew Chantrell, is an engaging guy who knows the history inside and out, so we decided to sit down for a chat with him, and here's that conversation. Well, Andrew, I'm glad we could find some time to sit down today here at the old government house and talk a little Guernsey and OGH with you. Thank you very much. I'm delighted too. Well, we really appreciate the hospitality as well. So let's start with the basics. Help us share the history of this place from its time serving as you know, a place of business for government, uh, having the Germans occupy it during World War II, into its evolution as a five-star property and becoming the place to stay on Guernsey. We'll do a quick flick through 240 years. Yeah, we'll so originally, like in about 90 seconds. Originally, yes, the house was built in 1770. Uh, it was built for a local merchant. Um, so it was a, a businessman that owned the property as a family home. It was then bought by the states of Guernsey in 1791 to be a permanent residence for the lieutenant governor, so the Queen's representative in the uh, bailiwick of Guernsey. And it remained government house until 1846. So successive governors lived here um, at the property. And then in 1856, it was bought by a um, gentleman called John Gardiner, who converted it to a hotel, and it opened in 1858, and really has continued to operate as a hotel right up until today, um, clearly as it still does. And, and even during the occupation, when the Germans uh, occupied the island, it still was a sort of hotel. It was a Soldatenheim, so a soldier's home uh, for German soldiers. They could come here on their days off, they could buy food and drink, um, they could rent rooms on their off days. So pretty much still a hotel, but just for the Germans. Um, with the occupation over, um, the hotel uh, went back to uh, operating a, a, as a traditional property. And in 2008, it was bought by Mr. and Mrs. Tolman uh, and Red Carnation became its owners. Nicely done in less than 90 seconds. Quite a history. Excellent. So, all right. So let's pick it up right there in 2008 when the Tolmans and Red Carnation purchased the property. Very interesting to hear since we had a nice time with you earlier today and learned about some of this history that they did in fact keep some original parts of this building, correct? Definitely, literally. And, and really every successive owner in, uh, that preceded them has done exactly the same. So the, the original features of the property, that, mm -hmm. um, you know, that sort of comfortable, almost traditional country house feel to it right. still retains today. But the beauty for us was that Mr. and Mrs. Tolman are really careful about what they do to the properties. They invest in the structure of them as much as they do the fabric of them. Right. So you can imagine with a building such as this that dates back all those years, people have added to it over time and not always done things the right way perhaps but right. always tried to do their best um, but Mr and Mrs Tolman are fantastic ambassadors for the history and heritage of the property and the locations that they're in um, so always being synonymous with what's around us the island of Guernsey 
but by bringing a five-star standard and the amenities you would expect today to this fabulous property. Absolutely. So, Andrew, you've been running this property for nearly a decade, right? Yeah. Uh, You know Guernsey as well as anyone, I think. And for our American audience tuned in today, I would like to know what you enjoy about living on Guernsey. There is this amazing way of life. And I imagine it's what um, sort of England probably was 40, 50 years ago. It's got that real village country feel about it, real community spirit. Um, But what I love most is that you can be you can be on the beach, beautiful, glorious sandy beaches that remind you of the Caribbean with crystal blue waters. And then 10 minutes later, you could be walking the cliffs, looking at sea yeah, crashing. Very, very rugged the, land, absolutely. Amazing. And the difference between the south coast, where you've got this rugged cliff um, nature, to the west coast, which is quite flat, and those big, wide, sandy beaches, to then the interior of the island, which is leafy green, lots of Guernsey cows roaming the oh, pastures. the pastures and all the cutouts of the land and so forth. Very and you pictures. can do all that on a 25-square-mile island. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so that's obviously a, a big part of what keeps people coming back for more. You know, I want to shift gears a little bit with you. So when we travel, we all pick up different things that we like wherever we may go and so forth. So as you running a top property here, when you go to other hotels, other locations and so forth, what is something that you enjoy that maybe you've brought back here that you now ask you know, or require from your team for guests that come to the old government house? Do you know, I think the biggest thing for us is about making things personal for our guests. And I love it when you go to places and they pick up on your likes or your dislikes, they remember them and they deliver them for you, either on that same stay at a later, a later period during your stay or in the future on a, on, a, on a successive visit. And anything that we can steal from other people about how we do that best sharing experiences of uh, you know the location that you're in I think anybody that comes to Guernsey and I see it when we go to places and sometimes it's not seeing things that makes me think that's what we should be doing sure so sometimes we're stealing things that people do because it could be we the smallest of things too right exactly but then other times it might be that we don't see something I would expect to see and think we could do so much better with doing that so for instance um, recently I've got two small children and I think children are great in hotels because there's so much if you've got happy children you've got happy parents haven't right. you and if you've got or happy parents <laughs> the bill payers happy right. Right. so uh, so i love it when we go to places and see what people do and how you can use the simplest of things for children's and we can all do bathrobes we can all do little teddy bears but it's often those little things that you can do with food to help them my kids love being in the kitchen um so when the you know when the chef comes out with the chef's hat and gets them doing something at the t- it's brilliant yeah. so i think little things like that are great so that sort of personal experiences within the team within the hotel is brilliant and all I right think so to bring that back to the property, though, you know, operating any hotel is a challenge, but you have to succeed on an island. And, you know, I'd like to know, how do you go about sourcing, whether it would be food or whether finding employees, because you have all these expectations and things you need to do because you also are a five star property. No, sure. And food, um, we're, we're synonymous with some great food. We um, our dairy, as I'm sure you know, because you've got your own Guernsey cattle in the US as well. The Guernseys are brilliant, high fat content. So the dairy produce, the milk, the cheese, the ice creams, just second to none. And, you know, probably the best, I think, in the world, but I'm a bit biased. Great shellfish, great seafood. But clearly everything that we have is in a much smaller quantity, perhaps bar our seafood, where we still have some great crab and lobster and uh, and line caught fish, sea bass and brill and turbot. Um, but some of our land produce is not as plentiful so we're still we would on all of our menus we try and have a couple of dishes which are complete currency and that we know that we can 
furnish those dishes with supply and it won't be a challenge but we do still have to import so we import from the uk and we import a little bit from france as well so clearly geographically we're much closer to france just 22 miles um from the uk it's 80 miles but the majority of our supply would come from the uk um, but there's little things that we uh, that we get coming in direct from france as well so um that uh, you know that's a big thing for us and clearly when the weather's stormy that adds another challenge because if the boats can't come and there will be days in winter where we may have a couple of days where we don't um you know we don't get deliveries which i think you see on any island right yeah so before we end we're going to wrap quickly i'm going to put you on the spot just for a moment andrew and ask you your favorite thing to do here or your favorite part of this property at the old government house and your favorite local food and we have about (sighs) 20 seconds my favorite part of this hotel would have to be our public areas we've got some great spaces lounges to really yes. enjoy and lots that of real nooks traditional and, lots of yeah. nooks and crannies mm-hmm. uh, my favorite thing to do in Guernsey oh, it's got to be going to the beach or maybe going oh no no maybe a cliff walk it's difficult there's so much right. to do there's cliff so walk much and to favorite do. local food favorite local food crab all right without a doubt okay you can't go wrong with that can you absolutely and don't uh, do anything to it just pure crab just pure crab the way it should be andrew listen thank you very much for the chat today mary and i appreciate that and sharing some of the old government house with our listeners and Guernsey too thank you very much what a great guy, Andrew Chantrell, and great property. He was the entire staff. Flavio uh, in the restaurant <laughs> was great. He took good uh, care of everyone. And, and Flavio, if you're listening, uh, I hope you're over your probationary period and everything is all working out good for you. So uh, right now, folks, I want to say as we pause for a quick sponsors break, a reminder that we archive every hour of this national broadcast once it airs across our network at rmworldtravel.com. We're going to have Bobby reconnect with Rudy, but Mary and I still have two more segments ahead this hour with you, live from Paris and the Curious. Mason Astor. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800 387 8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6000 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. Rudy Maxa here in Burgundy, one of the most beautiful parts of France and one of the most famous wine-growing regions in the world and certainly in France. This segment of the program is made possible by another new sponsor called GetSunday.com. For everyone in our audience who wants to have the best lawn possible, listen to this, because we're going to help ensure great lawns again wherever this show is heard around the country. 
You know the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Well, thanks to a new startup called Sunday, your grass will be greener because they're reinventing lawn care using cutting-edge technology and non-toxic ingredients. They'll instantly create a custom plan for your lawn based on a free soil, climate, and lawn analysis all on their website. Then once they determine what your lawn needs, they'll quickly send along a box with everything needed for a healthier, greener lawn that's kid and pet friendly. After the first box, two more shipments will follow, time to your climate, so your lawn will get what it needs when it needs it for a fraction of the cost of lawn care items at your local hardware store or big box center. It's easy to apply. Just attach the nutrient pouches they'll send to you to a hose, and then you spray. What we like is that it's made with food waste, seaweed, molasses, iron, and other ingredients. No chemicals that are found in most lawn fertilizers. Unbox a better lawn today at GetSunday.com. Use our promo code RM. You'll save $20 with your free shipping. And if you're not satisfied, you can cancel anytime and get your money back. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, as I mentioned in the first hour, I am in the wine-growing region of Burgundy in France, about two and a half, three-hour drive from Paris, depending on the traffic. I'm joined in, well, I'm in what's called a, a private cellar here. This is, we really don't have these in the United States. It's sort of a wine club. Many members are in the wine industry here, and you can come here or they can come here and see maybe 250 different wines. They can buy them taste them and so on uh, and t- and it's this wine cellar is called Cave Privé or Private Cave Gabriel uh, Agmermeyer is the is the sommelier here and he is joining me for a minute because I want to talk about the different classifications of wine Americans see the labels and they may not know that everything on that label is 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 there by law and things like Grand Cru, Premier Cru, and Village, which are village, which people see on labels, tell you different things about where the wine is grown. So give it. So the big picture is we're in the Burgundy region, and then there are these appellations like. Well, the the appellation is like um, is like a appellation of origin uh, control. Uh, and some sample names. Well, uh, like uh, Gevrey Chambertin, Maurice Saint Denis. Also, uh, can be Bonne, of course, and uh, Chambol Musigny, very well-known appellation. Then it, within those appellations are very, in some cases, very tiny plots of land where grapes are grown. And, and that's where you get these classifications of Grand Cru, Premier Cru, or Village. Tell, tell, me, tell us what that means. Let's start with a, a village wine. What does that mean to me as a consumer? Well, it means that oh, the, the wine from uh, the village appellation can be from uh, around the village. Uh, so this is a very good wine, style of wine, but it's grown at the beginning of the slope. Uh, you need to need you need to know that the classif- classification has been made according where the plot is located on a slope, and some of the slope uh, of the plots are uh, classified as a premier cru or grand cru. And when you say slope, you mean the side of a hill, which gets which is superior sun coverage. It may have better uh, better rocks and soil. Okay, so we've got the village, which is sort of the beginning. And then tell us about Premier Crew and Grand Crew. So the, the Premier Crew, we, we go for higher quality and uh, the, the plot of vineyard has been uh, legally designated as, uh, as a Premier Crew. 
So strict rules and of course very specific condition and soil and climatic condition as well. And and Grand Cru is the top of the heap as we would say. Yeah. So of course the Grand Cru is a, the, the top wine, but uh, some Premier Cru in some cases can be at the same level as a Grand Cru. I think that's an important point. You don't have to have a Grand Cru to have a great experience drinking Burgundy. These are legally designated titles, but it doesn't mean that a Grand Cru is always better. It's usually more expensive because that's a very, there aren't many Grand Crus. How many are there, in fact, in Burgundy? Well, there's a 33 Grand Cru, uh, and then you're having a, a few names very well known as Chambertin, uh, Chambertin and Claude de Bez, and of course, probably the best known Grand Cru, Romane Conti. Domaine de la Romanie Cantique, also called DRCs, and that you can pay a fifteen. You can pay several thousand dollars a bottle for it. Uh, thank you for the explanation, uh, Gabriel, very much. Gabriel, I'm, you know, I'm mispronouncing. Armand Meyer, Anger Meyer in German, but in French is Anger Meyer. Thank you very much, Gabriel. We're here at the Cab Pavay in in Burgundy, and I thank you so much for explaining something that does confuse some wine shoppers in. Uh, in the United States. We'll be right back after this break. travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. When you have a good security system like Simply Safe, things just feel different. Simply Safe keeps working if the power goes out, if the Wi-Fi goes down, even if a burglar smashes your keypad. They have some of the fastest response times in the industry, ready to send help 24-7 in an emergency. Plus, there are no contracts, no hidden fees, no wires, and the prices are fair and honest. Go to simplysafe.com travel to get free shipping on your system and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash travel or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you haven't tried the high-quality meats from butcherbox.com slash rm, you're missing out. From their convenience and variety, it's all really good. So order yours today. With over 20 different delicious cuts of meat to choose from and many delivery options, there's no added hormones or antibiotics ever. And it's affordable at less than $6 a meal. Plus, shipping is free. Right now, get the ultimate breakfast bundle, two packs of the best-tasting bacon, and two pounds of custom breakfast sausage, plus $20 off at butcherbox.com rm or rmworldtravel.com. Gary? Why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle. It's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. 
because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. AMA Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the AMA Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the AMA Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. If there's just one weak link, criminals could get in. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect identity threats like your personal info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. Go to LifeLock.com and use promo code RM to get 10% off your first year or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Indeed it is. Robert and Mary back with you from Paris as we are on the roof of the Maison Astor, broadcasting live, just looking out to the absolutely gorgeous Paris skyline right now. We have uh, the Eiffel Tower on our right. We have Sacre Coeur over there and on our left. Unfortunately, we can see Notre Dame, yeah. but uh, that's a conversation that I know we've talked about already throughout the show. Right now, folks, before we take you back to Guernsey to talk gin, a brief word about LifeLock.com. Okay, in today's personal world, our personal information is out there everywhere, and there are an awful lot of ways that cyber criminals can try to take what's yours. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection has added the power of Norton Security for comprehensive protection against threats that you cannot easily see or fix on your own. You know, and what we like if you ever have a problem, they have agents who are going to work to fix it for you. Join now. You'll save 10% for the first year when you use code RM at lifelock.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. After London last week and before getting here to Paris this week, uh, we spent four days on the English Channel island of Guernsey where the craft gin industry has blossomed. Since Mary's the gin drinker I in am. our travel duo, <laughs> we of course had to explore the scene and we sat down with the owner of Blue Bottle Gin, Matt Polly, And here's that interview. Matt, hi. Welcome to RM World Travel. We're really glad that we could coordinate this with you and you could join us here on Guernsey today. Thank you very much. It's yeah. a pleasure to join you guys. Great to have you. So from a research scientist at Cambridge to the founder of a successful gin distilled right here on Guernsey, my first question is, what are some parallels between the two? Oh, that's interesting. I guess in terms of the brand, there's parallels because I spent my first summer before I did my PhD working on flies. In other terms, trying to be as accurate as possible, we make our gin in small batches. So I wanted each batch to be as similar as possible. So that's really important for quality control. But in other terms, it's far more of an art than a science, I would say. So it's all about flavor, balance, 
and really making the gin I want to drink. Ah, well, why not, right? It's your gin. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you've got to be really passionate well, about wanted, what you I make. I want to pick up on that because, so Mary is the gin drinker, and I frequently hear her talking about all the botanicals that are used in making it, okay? So I want to discuss that with you, really, and let's discuss the flavor and the taste of your handcrafted gin. I know it's available in America now, right now in, in New York, which is great. We live in the New York area, so Mary's happy about that. But it has some very distinct flavors, so that the juniper doesn't dominate it. So explain to us some of the unique flavors that you use. Sure. So to be a gin, it has to taste predominantly of juniper. But then after that, you can do anything you want. For me, as I mentioned, it's all about the balance of the flavors. So I want a gin that you drink, but then it's a bit of a journey across your tongue. So you get the juniper, then you get some other flavors, and then it slowly develops. So um, I put quite a lot of coriander in there, which nearly all gins have some coriander. I quite like a spicy flavor. That's why there's quite a bit of kubeb pepper in there. They're a normal peppercorn, but they're very slightly sweeter and softer. We also have citrus, which again provides balance and hopefully quite a clean taste and then for me coming from Guernsey I think it's essential to put a bit of Guernsey in each bottle so for that reason I pick gorse flowers which are oh we saw those as we were walking around yesterday yeah they're um, very thorny but they're a beautiful flower yes (laughs) absolutely they're a beautiful um, really strong flavor of um, coconut and vanilla and when you're running on the south coast cliffs as I often do they just absolutely ping their scents out so I wish I'd chosen something slightly less thorny because they're not great to harvest but yeah they're brilliant because they flower from november right through till may so they're the perfect crop so that's the special botanical that's unique to guernsey absolutely yeah okay so it must be awfully gratifying matt to see your gin winning multiple awards congratulations thank you very much and um i guess you know my question is does that success early success really inspire you to create other flavors of gin or perhaps even other spirits at some point That's a good question. I suppose in terms of Blue Bottle, I've been incredibly selfish in making the gin that I want to drink. And there probably are more styles that I would consider in the future. So perhaps something a bit more savory than Mm -hmm. the um, sweet fruitiness of um, Blue Bottle with a spice in there as well. But one thing we have just launched is a new vodka. So um, that's made from scratch. We make 100% malted barley vodka. It's it's quite a different (laughs) skill because... um, Making vodka is slightly the art of making something with very little flavor. So any bit of flavor that does come through, in my mind, has to be really well balanced again, but perfectly on the nose. And in that process. Very interesting, the combination of all of the ingredients that you have. Uh, So folks, if you want to find out more, and Matt, we really appreciate your time today, it's just bluebottlegin.com. That's correct. Okay. All right. Listen, we appreciate that. And they also can find out information about the vodka there as well, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right, Matt. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed that gin out of all the flavors and really interesting distillery. I know you enjoyed a few of the gins on the island. So absolutely. (laughs) I did. Uh, Right now, it's time for us to pause again for a quick break. And when we return in three minutes, we'll be joined by Mike Hopkins as we put a wrap on our travels to Guernsey and close out today's live broadcast from Paris. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025 or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Well, we've certainly fit a lot into today's broadcast covering Paris, which has had a difficult week with Notre Dame, and where Mary and I are broadcasting from right now live from Curio's Maison Astor on the roof, uh, as well as we've been to Guernsey, and we've got Rudy in Burgundy, so a lot going on. We hope you've enjoyed it, folks, and thank you for staying tuned in for Segment 10. This portion of our program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. Our Travel Pro Luggage has certainly been racking up the miles these past oh, couple has. of weeks. Yes, it has. We encourage you to upgrade to a premium travel experience with their Platinum Elite Collection. It combines thoughtful innovation and sophisticated style. You know, folks, uh, one of the most important things to ensure a successful trip, it's quality luggage, and you're going to do none better than Travel Pro. Check out Travel Pro for all info, specials, and more at TravelPro.com or our website, rmworldtravel.com, under sponsors. All right, and now before we put a wrap on our live broadcast from France, we're going to take you back one final time to Guernsey as we wanted you to hear from their head of tourism, Mike Hopkins. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Mike. Thank you, Robert. That's, uh, it's great to join you. It's certainly great to have you here and be with you on this beautiful blue sky, sunny day in Guernsey. Yes, it's gorgeous, isn't it? It's, absolutely. So, Mike, as listeners across the United States are listening right now, where are you drawing most of your tourists from? And I'd love to know what you are doing here on Guernsey to attract U.S. visitors. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, as we're obviously located just off the uh, the south coast of um, the UK, then the, the vast majority of our visitors come from the UK, about 70%. Sure. Um, but we're part of, a, obviously, the, the Channel Islands and our, our big sister island, Jersey. We get about 10% of our visitors from Jersey. And then the rest are from Europe, um, from France, from Germany, Switzerland, Holland, and uh, further afield. And we have a, a fair number coming from the US as well. Um, we have uh, a big uh, cruise line um, industry over here. Sure, that's big here. Yeah, yeah. and so we get about 10,000 um, U.S. visitors that will come um, during the cruise season just for a day visit, but it's a, it's a great taster of Guernsey. Well, hopefully there'll be a few more after well, they hear this, uh, uh, this show right absolutely, now. Absolutely, yes. I just want to uh, segue a little bit with you. You know, it, it's been a few years in the making to get Mary and me to Guernsey as the idea was first raised by an executive with Flybe Airlines that, that we know when we were all in Iceland together. I saw that as of the end of March, Flybe is now linking Guernsey with Heathrow in London, which is good news for international travelers, certainly. But how are you working to add more airlift or sea travel options, especially from France here? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean obviously, uh, people can't get to Guernsey other than by air or, or by sea. And so increasing the uh, the air links to the UK is, uh, and, and to Europe is critical for us. I mean, over the last six months, we've actually added six new, new routes, including Heathrow. And so we now have about 18 routes, um, most of them all year round from England and Scotland. We have uh, we don't have any direct scheduled routes into Europe, but we have a number of charters from, again, Germany, Holland, Switzerland, uh, Austria. Um, but we have ferry links um, directly into France and uh, the UK also. Okay, that's great to know. And we, of course, came via Gatwick, but I think it's terrific to know that visitors can come from Heathrow. That's great news. So again, for folks listening, there are other islands here. We're certainly enjoying our stay on Guernsey. It's a little too short. We'll have to come back. So if we do plan a trip, when we plan a trip to come back, what about island hopping? How accessible or easy is it for visitors to go out and see another island for a day? Yeah, I mean, island hopping is one of the, the main sort of um, product offerings that, that we shout about. I mean, we uh, Guernsey is the hub of the Channel Islands. You can only get to all of the other four islands from Guernsey. We have home just over the Little Russell, um, mm-hmm. just be, behind you there. I can um, see it right here over my see. shoulder, practically. That's only sort of a 20-minute um, ferry ride. And then we have oh. Sark, about sort of seven or eight miles away. That takes about 40 minutes by ferry. And then further to the north, we have Alderney, and then we have our big sister island, uh, uh, Jersey. Yeah, 
absolutely you do. Uh, I also want to say, you know, uh, when we flew over here, folks, if you are thinking about if, if Flybe doesn't work, that Arini is owned by the state of Guernsey. So it's always nice to have your own airline for sure. But it, does uh, help. it, it helps. Absolutely. <laughs> what surprised us, Mike, since we've been here is how many festivals occur on Guernsey. I mean, you can't go in everywhere we go. You see all the signage and that uh, for everything. And the Channel Islands as well. A lot of lot with Jersey, as you mentioned, I've seen things on Sark. Uh, so very active calendar for sure. Do you have a favorite or two that you like to uh, take in? Yeah, I love um, the the, sea, the Seafront Sundays. These are events that take place on the seafront, obviously, you know, um, uh, the name says it all. And uh, basically, we, we close off the, sea, the seafront um, on a number of Sundays during the year. And we have themed events. So we'll have stalls up. Um, we have taste seafront Sundays. So we have a lot of the, the local food offering and, and drink offering. That providers. must be a lot of fun. Everybody comes yeah, out for that. Yeah, right? it, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. Ta- it takes place all, all day and, you know, great view over to the islands. And uh, I mean, the, uh, the seafront is full with locals and visitors d- during those days. And we've got sort of car and uh, uh, and also animal themed uh, seafront Sundays and arts themed um, seafront Sundays so it's great for the cruise visitors and uh, every, everyone that comes right, so there we go well, well listen Mike we really appreciate the time today folks if you want to find out more very easy just visit Guernsey.com visit Guernsey.com Mike thank you so much for your time today it's my pleasure lovely talking to you well, Mary, listen, I got to say, as they say, I know the wind is blowing here. We, we, the views are unbelievable. But as they say, all good things must come to an end. And tomorrow we head back to New York. Back to our home city. It's been a busy trip, but two successful remote broadcasts. We hope you've enjoyed. Uh, we've certainly seen a lot, done a lot, and covered a lot these past couple of weeks. And we've been in the middle of a lot as well. Yeah, we so, certainly have. Uh, I know we'll look forward to connecting with Rudy as well and hearing about more about Burgundy and his travels there. I think he's actually headed over to Thailand, which uh, hopefully that's where he'll be joining us yeah, from next week. he's going to Bangkok, yeah. Yep. So, uh, folks, it's time for us to put a wrap on things from Paris. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, Rudy, and me here in Paris, in Guernsey, and in Burgundy, and to everyone who helped make it possible. There's just too many people for me to thank at this point. But I will say thanks to our show team, our network affiliates and sponsors, and to all of you out there who helped make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.